Hello and welcome into another episode of the CG Business Advisor Podcast brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. Thank you so much for tuning in for all of our episodes. And if you missed any, just be sure to search for our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, or check out cgteam.com for more information. Today's episode is going to be about brand and culture and how do you align your organizational brand and culture and what does that do for profitability? Mark Iorio is the founder and president of The Mega Group, a communications consulting company that shows you how to align your people with your purpose. Mark has been involved in brand and culture alignment, marketing strategy, planning, and implementation for his entire career. He is a former board member and the marketing liaison for a very successful privately held company in New Jersey and serves on or chairs multiple nonprofit boards. Mark, thanks so much for joining us here on the CG Business Advisor. And tell me a little bit more about the mega group. Scott, it's a, uh, a business that I started 34 years ago uh, as a marketing communications organization. Um, t- traditional marketing communications, external mostly, developing uh, uh, collateral brochures, website, uh, electronic media later on. But uh, the turning point was about 20 years ago, honestly, when a large client of ours asked us to come in and take a hard look at their internal brand and uh, what that meant. Uh, we, um, we had about 85 people at the time, and we started to uh, go to these conferences all over the United States to understand what made great brands work and what made them tick. And uh, presenters were companies like uh, Ritz-Carlton and Southwest Airlines and Tiffany and at the time Motorola and some others. And, you know, it just really got us excited about how that worked. And we, we embarked on a process to really understand the, uh, the benefits of an organization having a great culture, internal culture and a great internal brand and how to deliver on that brand. And before we got started, the client said, I want you guys to go to the National Constitution Center in Philadelphia and understand how the Constitution relates to us as citizens of the United States. And I'll be honest with you, Scott, that really got us excited. And uh, it really, uh, it turned the, uh, the way the organization, our organization looked at internal branding and internal marketing and culture and uh, we have been doing that ever since. And uh, about eight years ago, I met my, my current business partner who turned it into a science. And uh, we're just, uh, we're very, very fortunate and blessed to, to have uh, continued on that pathway um, in helping organizations align their purpose, their internal culture, their internal brand with, uh, with their North Star. Uh, that's wild. Uh, okay, so you, you talk about companies finding their North Star. What exactly does that mean? And why is that so important? You know, it, it came from a lot of the, uh, the research and the uh, love that I had for Stephen Covey, if you remember the seven habits of highly effective people years ago. And one of the things that Covey always said was, you know, without goals, without um, written goals that are, that are mm-hmm. specific and measurable and attainable and realistic and time bound, you are like a, a ship in a vast ocean floating around without any compass or North Star. And, you know, in order to have 
uh, guidance system or directional uh, compass, you need to know where you're going. And uh, we, are, we are keen on understanding what that North Star for an organization is. And, and Scott, honestly, I'm not talking about the core values that most organizations espouse. You know, oh, we're, I heard this on the radio today. You know, we, we have great honesty and great integrity and we're trustworthy and, you know, we get things done for the customer. Of course you do. So does everyone else. You're no different than anyone else out there. Our North Star is unique to each and every company. They have their own navigation system and that's what they help, we help them find. And without that, people meander. They're, they're, they're really don't, they really don't have a purpose when they come through the front door of that building or, you know, in this case with uh, the pandemic, turn on their computer and, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, exactly. And yeah. Uh, well, we know that obviously the purpose is so important, um, but why is it essential that a business's brand and culture be aligned in order to be successful? Because, uh, because if they're not, Scott, you know, it, it, a lot of times people really don't know what they stand, what the organization stands for. If you, if you make it analogous to sports, um, oftentimes when you, you see a team come into the season, you know, brand new, you know, whether it's uh, baseball spring training or uh, camp in football or soccer or hockey or anything like that. The sole purpose is to win a championship. They know they, every one of those players on any one of those teams understands clearly what the purpose is. Now, in order to get there, they've got to do some hard work. They've got to work out. They've got to make sure that they're eating the right foods, studying the right plays, et cetera. And in business, unfortunately, what we've seen over the years is that most leaders do not give organizations as a whole, in general, a direction to say, this is what we stand for. This is how we behave. This is what I expect of, or we expect from ourselves and uh, how we speak to one another, et cetera. If you don't have those things aligned, you've got people who work in silos. They, uh, there's passive aggressive behavior. They're not really working for a specific purpose. So when they're not working for a specific purpose, what do you think happens? They just, you know, there's no guidance. There's no direction. Mm -hmm. no, so that's I, why it's yeah. no, I'm a firm believer in that as well. So does brand and culture have a direct impact on performance and obviously when you talk about performance for a business that means financial results when we when we we've got we've done ten thousand of these uh, uh brand and culture alignment processes over the last 10 years and i'll explain how it works in a few minutes but uh when when we start to see people align behind a purpose and people start to break down those silos and and work together in a more cohesive way and you know, get rid of that passive aggressive behavior nonsense that you see. You see employee engagement numbers double. Um, you see productivity start to rise. You see profitability start to rise. You see the valuation of the firm begin to go up as a result of everyone working together for a common cause. So those, those tool, those things that we talk about, alignment of culture and brand or people and purpose, has a direct impact on the way people feel operationally, 
how they perform operationally. And then the, the final, final thing is you start to see profits rise and productivity rise because people are they're generally productive and happy. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you talked earlier about getting it down to a science. So what is that science? Uh, what specific tools have you developed that measure you know, the, the purpose, the people, what the organization, everything, what's, what's going on there? Before I met my partner, Al Cini, Scott, we, um, we would go to uh, organizations and we'd ask a series of questions, all qualitatively based, right? So what do you think of the organization you work for? You know, what do you think of this brand? Would you buy from it if you were a consumer? You know, a whole series of questions. And they, they became subjective. And, you know, we would have to take the answers from 50 different people or 30 different people and, and sort of quantify those answers. And it was very difficult because you didn't really know what the nuances of, of each you know, employee was. Um, and what they really meant deep down, what they really were talking about when they were describing their particular brand. When I met Al, um, Al was working for NBC Universal in, in New York City, and uh, his, his goal, his role at NBC was to um, research, audio, you know, have audio, uh, develop audience research for must-see TV. And, and this process um, came out of that. And it's all developed by uh, the psychologist Carl Jung from, you know, uh, he was a protege of, of Sigmund Freud. And what it is basically, Scott, is, is we ask organizations, the people who participate to imagine their company or their organization as though it were a single person doing its best work on its best day to deliver all of its promises and achieve all of its goals. And where the science comes in is that the way in which we process words and information and, and themes and phrases in our frontal cortex is all very much cognitively based. So when we use certain words, certain parts of that quadrant in our frontal cortex actually light up. So when you describe that company, um, it, there's certain areas, if I say creativity, there's a certain part of your brain that lights up. If I say harmony or uh, fairness or precision or resolve, certain parts of your brain light up. And that's the way we've developed this tool to understand deeply, quantitatively and qualitatively where people's heads are, literally, with respect to the way they describe their organization. That's really interesting. Um, okay, you're talking about the brain. Um, why, why is that important now when it comes to, obviously, this tool that you're using, because you're trying to trigger the brain with these keywords and, and things like that. But what more about the brain can you correlate to a business's success, members of an organization, the way that you kind of expand on this process? Well, in any, in any relationship, you know, there's, you connect the head with the heart, you connect the intellect with the emotion. And oftentimes we leave one or both, I mean, we leave one of the two of, uh, of them out. And, you know, with respect to 
um, how you feel about an organization, the emotional side of how you feel about an organization is only one aspect of it. When you intellectualize how an organization, um, re you react to the organization and you think about that, there, there's a, there's a deep-seated feeling about the way you feel when you interact with that organization. If I, if I talk to you about a brand that you have a close affinity to, it makes you feel pretty darn good. And if, you, if you've had a really negative reaction to a specific brand, it makes you feel pretty bad. Mm -hmm. So it, it, and it's not just the emotional, it's the intellectual thought process behind that. So when we ask people in an organization to imagine or think of their organization as though it were a person, you look at, you and I have always learned from role models in our lives, and we've never quantified or visualized a, uh, an organization as a person. But when you start to think about that, like when you, you think of your parents and all or your grandparents and all the things that they did for you in life and, and the good things they did, you want to try to emulate that behavior. What we're trying to do is do exactly the same thing for an organization. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. It really does. Um, now, uh, you can correlate, uh, you know, and I want you to do this for me while I have you here, different parts of the brain and how it relates to team members of an organization. Okay. We talked about obviously the human response, but what about specific team members and different parts, different quadrants of the brain, how they correlate? Well, you know, everyone, everyone is different, right? So when you start to think about the, um, the personality of an organization, let's say you play for a a football team. Let's pick on the uh, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> um, you, you play for a specific football team. Well, they have a, they have a mantra, um, a brand image that when you put on that uniform and you put on that helmet, um, and even when you're off the field, you have to behave and act and, and, you know, in a certain way. Um, and when you're, when you're on a team, you can, you can have your obviously have your own personality. You, we're not saying that you've got to be exactly like every other teammate. If that were the case, you wouldn't, you know, this wouldn't work at all. You bring your own personality to the table. You bring your own skill set to the table and you work together as an organization to win collectively. So when, when, you, when you interact that way, some of the problems that have existed, Scott, over the last couple of decades with regard to, you know, these personal assessments, and there's nothing wrong with these personal assessments, whether it's DISC uh, or MBTI or Hogan or Predictive Index or any of those, they're about the individual. And oftentimes those individual assessments be, make you, they brand you as a, as a, as a personality type. Well, Scott is a, a D on a, on a disc model, or Mark is a, an I on a disc model, or whatever. Um, that sort of divides, in our mind, the organization. Here, what we're looking for is a collective purpose that everyone can participate in, and everyone can have a say in. 
So regardless of where you're coming from in life, you have a role to play on this team or in this organization to better the organization so that the organization, you know, reaches the, the goals that it's, it's trying to achieve. Does I love that make it. Sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I, lo- I love it. Uh, where can our listeners go for more information about the mega group and the program and the process that you utilize? Well, they could, they could, I'd like them to go Scott to, uh, the main website is really getbcat.com. So it's G E T B C A T.com. Um, BCAT stands for brand and culture alignment toolkit. And, uh, the mega group is a facilitator for, um, Alcini and I own BCAT partners. So the mega group is really a facilitator for all the BCAT, uh, not all of them, but you know, some of the BCAT programs that we develop. Uh, the other way to get me is Mark, M-A-R-K dot Iorio, I-O-R-I-O at getbcat.com. Or you can call me on my cell phone, 609-577-4306. Mark, this is really interesting stuff. Uh, I loved it. I'm, I'm sure our listeners are going to love it, and I appreciate the time. Scott, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate your time. Great stuff there from Mark Iorio, and you learn why it's so important to have alignment between your organization's brand and culture and why your people should be aligned with your purpose. For more information about our podcast and to listen to other episodes, you can search for us wherever you get your podcasts from. Follow us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and check us out at cgteam.com for more information about CG Tax Audit and Advisory. If you or a company you know is looking to start their own podcast, head to scottsonair.com. It's S-C-O-T-T-S. O-N-A-I-R.com. This has been another episode of the CG Business Advisor brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. We'll talk to you next time.